You're listening to Questionable Material with Jack and Brian, a mostly improvised podcast produced in New York by Jack Helmuth and Brian Sack. QMPodcast.com. Sex Club. Hi, I was wondering, um, I saw your ad on Facebook and I'm very yes. interested. Wow. Sex club. Sex club. It sounds really yeah. great. It sounds really great. It yeah. sounds like just what I've been looking for. Tell me, like, what are your membership policies? What are you looking for? That sort of thing. Uh, anyone can come to sex club. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a club for, for people who are liking sex. Yeah. I, from what I remember, I love sex. I, what? I don't know. I don't know. Are you okay? Yeah, I just don't know what what is what is what is what I I you're sex, the, what is this what is this and now it's popular and I want to have a company for it but I don't know, know what it is. Well, you know, sex is where are you from? What's that accent? It seems like a mishmash of a few things. <laughs> I'm from a border territory of Bulgaria. Okay, I'm not sure that's a. <laughs> From it's Gul- Republic of Georgia and Bulgaria. There's a little crossover. It's like a Venn diagram. Venn diagram of shitty places to live. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, Bulgaria. Bulgaria. Okay. Well, my apo- first of all, ma'am or sir, I apologize for. <laughs> In Bulgaria, we, we we have only gender neutral. We have man and woman. So this this, a- our language is, is one. So there's a Venn diagram of uh, uh, testicles and vaginas that said you're in the middle of that one? It's called Gulgarian bits. That's what is in the, in the book. There's a, well, there's a book that describes your sexuality? Yeah, what is the book of learning? <laughs> all Gulgarians have it. The book of learning that you get in, in kindergarten all the way through finishing school? It's a, it's a, it's a nursery to, to, to finish grade 12. Okay, that's great. And how 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 big is how big is the book? Is it you know like nine thousand pages? Fourteen. <laughs> Fourteen. So about a page a year. Something like this. Yeah, you know, you mastered it by the end. You master it. It's very good. You know, it's so one page. You got Gideon bits. I get it. Okay, alphabet. You know, sixty six characters in alphabet is long. Ooh. I get it. Yeah, it was a lot of a lot of redundant characters. <laughs> Okay. So it's and then it goes on sixty six. Boy, that sounds um, tedious. I, I can understand why that would need a little bit more time in school. Yeah, this is this is two pages of that. Okay, so sort of back to the business that you've started here in America. Sex club. Yes, sex, sex club. club. So again, so sex is um, is the yeah. uh, enjoyable. Uh, uh, mm, act of uh, combining the bits that you were just talking about with another person to make happy feelings. Huh. Really? Yes. Hmm. Then I, I don't know why I bought so many spices. You, you, you bought a lot of spices for your sex club. Yeah. But I don't, you know, I don't know what it is. I'm thinking maybe there's some cooking. So yes. Do I want some curry and cumin? So you thought maybe this is you thought maybe this is like a, a a box meal service. I wasn't sure if it was soup kitchen or something. I call it sex club because I don't know. I'm new to the language here in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I have all this coriander and cumin and curry and all the sea spices. And and I bet you get a lot of creepy phone calls like this one. 
Well, yes, you you call you love, you want to join sex club, you know, now you are obviously going to be upset that I have uh, chili flakes, <laughs> coriander, curry, cloves, uh, all the sea spices. And, right. and, you know, maybe I'm not offering what you are looking for in sex club because I don't honestly know. I've never seen it, this sex. Yeah, you've definitely, do you, do you not have children? No, <laughs> I don't even know how. That's, that's yes. This is this is the missing link for you. This is how you came into the world is that your your mama and papa had sex and created you. We don't call we don't mama papa is, is gender. Uh, we just say vlort. <laughs> Your vlort one and vlort two. Okay. Yeah. The vlort and the vlort. They make me yes. I know this, and I know from page seven. <laughs> <laughs> that there was some kind of ridiculous sh shenanigans mm -hmm. going on under the pants. Mm -hmm. Yes, but yes. my my pamphlet was blacked out in this part, so I don't know what. Who blacked out your pamphlet? There's a lot of uh, graffiti <laughs> in Bulgaria. It's a pastime. So wait a minute. So uh, Bulgarian youths got a hold of your book and performed graffiti on the sex page. <laughs> Yes, so I don't know what, what's happening there under the pants. I don't know. Man. And it's, you know, so I have to guess what is happening. So, of course, I think uh, from uh, page four where we talk about the worm, uh, maybe <laughs> we rub against each other. And then, you know, here I am. I, I mean, that's kind of close. That's kind of Well, couldn't you just ask your vlorts to sort of fill in the blanks? They died in the Bulgarian <laughs> War. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yes, it was a sad time for you. Wh who were you fighting against? Bulgaria. <laughs> you, can't, you don't believe this. It's so crazy. Mm -hmm. Someone come in the middle of the night and they build a giant mirror and they, they put it right on border. And so when our army approached this mirror, we see an army approaching, of course, and so we attack. And then all hell breaks loose. Is Bulgarian versus Bulgarian is bloodbath, and then of course my Vlorty and my Vlort, uh, you know, they come to battlefield because they're looking for me, uh -huh. but I'm not there. Well, I, but how, how did you wind up killing so many of your citizens? Wouldn't you just break the mirror? Wouldn't the the bullets just shatter the mirror? Ricochet. <laughs> it was a very quick war, I imagine. It was about 12 to 15 minutes. Yeah, it was, it was super quick, but a lot of fatalities, so many ricochets. Uh, it was it was a terrible thing. And so, you know, there's a monument to it. What's uh, what's the monument made of? What does it look like? It's a mirror. <laughs> and so people approach it and they shout at the enemy. And then, of course, you know, after a while, someone reminds them that that's you. I... I I, I don't I hate to be rude, but it seems like the Bulgarian people may not um, have a, uh, a ton of natural intelligence. Well, you know, it, it's partially to blame is the educational system. I understand 14 pages. Maybe it's not good enough to give you a foundation for understanding things like why does the man in the sky create the lightning? <laughs> and I understand. And so maybe, you know, we we. We can learn from one reason I'm here in the States running sex club with many sea spices <laughs> is that I wish I wish to learn more about the Western West. And I would like to take these back to my country of Bulgaria, which is on the border. <laughs> um, yes, it's on the border. Well, OK, you know what? I 
you know, I donate my, my, my podcast partner wastes a lot of his time and money on these ridiculous Eastern European causes like this fake war. And so I'm going to go ahead and join your sex club and, and you can send me all the spice meats you want. That, uh, this is good. Yeah, I think you'll have a very spicy time. Uh, great. And what's the first meal you'll be sending me? We don't have food. <laughs> Hi, Brian. Hi, Jack. How are you? I'm pretty good after a, a nice little uh, not vacation in Fort Myers, Florida. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we I, I was going to say we apologize. I, I don't apologize because I have done nothing wrong. I was ready to do the podcast for our from the last numbers I saw for our millions of listeners. And you have not been. Why don't you explain to people where you've been? Well, Jack, on Monday before Hurricane Ian, I was called by my colleagues, uh, the same folks who sent me to I was in Poland with mm -hmm. uh, World Central Kitchen. And they said, hey, how do you feel about coming down to Florida? And mm -hmm. I said, when? And they said, today, before <laughs> the airport shut down. Yep. And so they flew me down to Florida and flew me into Tampa because that's where the hurricane was supposed to go. Okay. And we started setting up operations there in Tampa so that as soon as the storm was over, we could start feeding folks. And of course, the storm had a different idea, and it well, about two hours south in Fort Myers, it kind of hooked right from the Gulf mm -hmm. and went and devastated Fort Myers Beach <laughs> and Fort and some other areas. Exactly. Uh, that's we all laughed about that. And then uh, then we loaded about three hundred thousand uh, bottles of water onto the semi trucks and all the other food and things. And so we slowly we, we spent about a week in Tampa making the food there and then shipping it, and then we moved our operation down south. Uh, and we were we were based out of the Minnesota Twins uh, spring training facility. Ooh! So I learned about baseball. Being a baseball uh, fan, of course, I was uh, very enthused uh, to walk around and see all the Minnesota Twins memorabilia. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what a breeding ground for success that is. <laughs> you know, you know what I learned is mm -hmm. that the Minnesota Twins. You know why they're called the Twins? Uh, for the Twin Cities of uh, Minneapolis and St. Paul. Yeah. <laughs> you stole my thunder. I, I, that was a thing I never knew. I learned that and I walked around telling everybody. You, you, you really walked around the state of Florida sort of bragging about this knowledge? I was like, this is twins territory. And they're like, no, you're in Florida. I'm like, what? But I look over there. There's the twins base. And they, they just... Yeah, they would have nothing to do with me. I think people stopped caring about the twins in that area past the left field wall. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I mean, I don't know much about the twins. Are they not a great team? I mean, not particularly. Okay. I mean, they're better than the Red Sox? Uh, this year, certainly. But, uh, I mean, the Red Sox, yeah, no, no one cares. No one cares about the, the baseball knowledge that you don't have. But what people do care about is the fact that Hurricane Ian, according to Wikipedia, which is always right, formed on September 23rd. Mm -hmm. We are recording this on October 27th. Mm. What took you so long? Well, you know, uh, so the, it was a pretty devastating occurrence down there. It was a very big hurricane and it broke a lot of things. So pretty much Fort Myers Beach was kind of destroyed. Uh -huh. and, and I have many photos of, and buildings were just completely leveled. And uh, there's a lot of rebar sticking out of the sand where buildings used to be. And a lot of trash in the sides of the road because you have to basically gut your house if it's flooded. And just, just it was just the endless graveyard of just appliances and um, and and and, uh, and three hundred thousand empty water bottles, <laughs> and three hundred thousand empty plastic water bottles. Awesome! You know the the Pacific uh, great plastic garbage heap uh, in the middle of the ocean really need an Atlantic counterpart. So I thank you for your service. Thank you for my service. You're welcome. Now, um, can you explain to me why uh, 
uh, a person such as yourself uh, would go down there and take away your one special talent, your special gift, which is recording uh, lightly listened to podcasts uh, in a charming and amusing way. Why would you remove that gift to go down and do this nonsense down in Florida when they uh, there are lots of people in Florida without jobs? Have them hand out some bottles of water. I'm angry about this. And so are our mm-hmm. listeners. Answer for this. Well, it just so happens that I'm I'm good at managing warehouses Ugh. and driving a forklift mm-hmm. and um, and giving people stuff and fixing things. And, you know, I, when people pull over and they're like, you know, well, thank you for your assistance. Thank you so much for helping us. And I just kind of look at them and I give them that knowing glance and I'm like, $25. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. What? There's a lot of money to be made in, in helping people out. Did you know that? Yeah. I mean, I work for an organization that usually just helps people out and gets nothing back. So I, I'm not necessarily used to this side of things. Explain how this works. Well, I mean, they're, you know, they're vulnerable. Um, they've, they've just, you know, they've gone through some kind of horrible trauma. Okay. And that's my, my entree, my chance to get in there and get 25 bucks out of it. So 25 bucks for a bottle of wine. It's like being outside Yankee Stadium. Yeah, that's right. Well, it was outside Twin Stadium. Yeah. Whatever that place was. I guess. Yeah. And, and so I just, you know, so I, it was great. So I take, you know, if I take, you know, a pallet of water, I mean, I, I'm living off of that for a long time. Uh, that's yeah. that's really so, great. So that that's something that well, I guess you would call in the scam business, like a side hustle. It is a side hustle. Yep. And and what other ways did you sort of um, take advantage of this and and, and uh, frankly enrich yourself? Well, um, you know, a lot of folks, their property was damaged. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kind of, you know, when I wasn't doing my my helping out kind of thing, I would change my clothes into an insurance adjuster. <laughs> And so I just say, oh, that's terrible, but don't worry about it. And they'd be like, well, you don't have insurance. I'm like, don't worry. I got you. Uh, but it's going to cost you. Right. So you, so you can sign up for like retroactive insurance is what you tell them. Yeah, I called it. That's what I called it after insurance. So a lot of people couldn't get loan, you know, insurance for their properties because they were right there on the sea. And so I, I created a company called Brian's After Insurance. <laughs> and, you know, I, for $500, you can get a policy that covers you up to $2 million, Right. All right. So, I mean, obviously people queued up for that like crazy. So I, I spent you know, a lot of the time I was supposed to be helping people. I was actually just processing Brian's after insurance <laughs> applications. Uh, I made a, a heck of a lot of money. And then I went bankrupt. I closed down the company. <laughs> Wait a minute. You went bankrupt? Well, I called it Chapter 11 and then I just left. <laughs> so uh, so the government is also going to cover any of your like remaining expenses? I certainly hope so because I feel bad for those folks. So at some point, Joe Biden is going to be announcing his uh, Brian's after insurance uh, relief plan. Well, I think what he's going to do is he's going to tie it into college loans. Okay. So, so if you take out <laughs> if you take out you know fifty thousand dollars for to get your gender studies degree, twenty five percent of that will go to Brian's after insurance. Man, well, I don't know what it is that President Biden loves about worthless pieces of paper, but I guess if it works. You know, it's funny because he he um, he doesn't know either. <laughs> yeah, no, I know he doesn't. That's uh, well, gosh, Brian, I you know, I, I was angry before, but now I, I guess I kind of respect what you did down there. And I think our listeners will, too. I think so, Jack. It, it, you know, it, it, it soothes my it makes me feel good inside to to be able to capitalize on disaster. <laughs> 
Well, good for you, Brian. Good for you. So now you find yourself back uh, after really, honestly, Brian, too long away. Uh, and uh, and now we're sort of in, in Halloween season. It's uh, Halloween is four days away. What um, what sort of Halloween plans do you have now that you're back? Well, uh, you know, I, I, basically, I didn't have a day off while I was gone. Every day was kind of, you know, you're, you're busting your butt. <clears throat> Brian's after insurance. And uh, so I really want to kind of let loose for Halloween. Yep. It's on a Monday, which is a little disappointing. Yeah, it stinks. Uh, but, you know, I'm going to I'm going to make the most out of it. So I'm, I've got my costume and I'm ready to go. That's great. What um, you, you you've had some controversial costumes in the past. What What is this year's costume going to be? Yeah, no, I know. I wanted to play it safe, you know, because in, in the past I've gotten myself into a little bit of trouble. Yep. Like, did, uh, last, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Brian. Go ahead. I did Rambo uh, one year. I was the female Rambo and a mm-hmm. lot of people just took umbrage with that. Why? Because uh, they didn't like what, you know, that I wasn't using an M60. <laughs> that was the issue with it. Yeah, I was I was dual fisting uh, dildos, and it was just kind of like you know, just pointing them at people, going choo, 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 and they're like, "What are you doing? You're disgracing the memory of Sylvester Stallone." <laughs> he first of all, he's definitely alive and still putting out content. Oh, good for him! Yeah, it's really great, but also. Uh, that's what people <laughs> were angry about. So, I mean, was it, you know, was it sort of with like the bandolier type of look and, and bare chested? Yeah, I did. Well, it was, it was Ramba, so I couldn't be bare chested. So I used the tassels. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. You want, you know, you don't want to show the whole thing. Right. You know, 98% of it is fine, but God forbid. Anybody sees one of those little Rambo nipples. Right. I, most of the Instagram pages I follow have the same rule. Exactly. And OnlyFans. And so I had the, I had the tassels. Of course, they were American flags. Yep, of course. They were red, white, and blue. So it was very, you know, it had a patriotic vibe. I had a bandolier. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, uh, I, I really, I, I just ran around. Pointing you know, dildos at, at citizens of Manhattan. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So that was uh, one year. And then what was your, um, uh, the year before that, wasn't it like something like crippled Brian or something like that? Um, no, I didn't, it wasn't crippled Brian. What, what it was, was it? Pol- again? Uh, uh, polio Pete. <laughs> That's right. So what I, I just pretended I wasn't vaccinated. <laughs> and so I just kind of crawled my way down the sidewalk screaming like, why didn't I get vaccinated for polio? Yeah, for polio. But a lot of people mistook it and thought I was doing something about COVID. Right, because you did this in 2020. This is two Halloweens ago. Yeah, the timing wasn't perfect. Uh, you know, I, I should have been vaccinated. I should have been vaccinated. So you got very little all, candy. I got very little. A lot of people did in masks on the sidewalk just chastising me. It's like, yeah, you should have. <laughs> well, by the way, that'll happen <laughs> regardless in New York City. That's right. No, I mean, you know, it's. It is uh, it is a wonderland of people wearing masks outside on the sidewalk. That's very true. So polio, Pete. So with your legs just not working as you as you crawl through the city streets of New yeah. York. Yeah, dodging all the little splotches where you know doggies have been. So it's not fun. It doesn't it sound fun. Pattern. So I yeah. so I like. And, and did you have a, a one costume before that? Uh, yeah, but the year before twenty nineteen. Yes, I went as David Bowie. <laughs> Okay, that that seems fairly benign. 
Well, I was knocking on his wife's door, his <laughs> widow's door. And so when she opened up, you know, and I was just like, hey, and then she just burst into tears. And I said, happy Halloween, trick or treat. Didn't get a thing out of her. So, you know, so rich and yet you know, not, nothing. I guess not a giving heart in the, in the Bowie household. I guess no, I was disappointed. That stinks. Well, that, that reflects very poorly on them. Yep. That's what I wrote on their door. <laughs> wait, wait, so you, you wrote on their door? I just, you know, she closed the door in my face and I said, you know, this was the worst Halloween ever. I'm very disappointed in you, David. <laughs> wait a minute. You're disappointed in David or like you signed it, love David, because you were David Bowie. I signed it, love David. Really kind of messed up in a way, but, but I still blame her. She's got to have a sense of humor about this stuff. You would think it's been enough time. It really, yeah. Get over it already. Um, okay. So this year, like you said, you're playing it safe. Yeah. Yes. I, I think that's wise. I think that's, yes. uh, you know, it's been a tough year for people. It's been a tough year, a tough month for you. I think to re- reduce the drama, I think that makes a lot of sense. So good for you. So what are you going as this year? Black Brian. <laughs> um, what, what's Black Brian? It's a, it's me, but black. <laughs> so, so like you and you and blackface? Well, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's no take on it. It's just, there's no ironic take. It's just you thinking this being is okay. You'd just be like, what if I were black? <laughs> and like, and I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to doll myself up as black Brian. Okay. And just kind of walk down the street. <laughs> <laughs> for for the sake of continuing to do the podcast, I'm going to ask you to not do that. Because you you're, don't want more black representation on the sidewalks? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, that's a weird interpretation of what I've said. No, what I'm saying is that I don't want you to die because you'll be murdered by the time you hit a Union Square. I'm saying you'll be murdered for doing blackface. I mean, you're talking about figuratively, you, somebody's going to have an, a, an offensive take on this. They're going to be, they're going to say that it's not cool. Uh, yes, that will happen. But that is not what I'm saying at this point. I'm saying you'll literally be murdered and there's no Manhattan jury that will ever find the person who kills you to be guilty. You're a dead man. Don't walk outside the house like that. Do you understand what I'm saying? I do, but I just, I have a problem with it because to me, it seems kind of racist. <laughs> Good. Yes, it is definitely racist for you to do this character. Yes. No, I'm talking. You're being racist by telling me not to do the character. No. <laughs> no, this is. Please, please, just Google this. I, I can't. I can't try to save you. I want to keep doing this show. <laughs> here's, a, here's a hypothetical. What if I was going to go as Queen Elizabeth? That's and you said don't. Then uh, that means you're anti-monarchy. Uh no no yeah okay. I, I see. You're t- you're just a very very simple man who likes to hand out water and steal from the poor. I I forgot who I was talking to. You know what, Brian? Go ahead. Go go for it. Tell us how it goes next week on the show. You know what? You kind of ruined it for me. <laughs> you ruined it for me. So you know, I'm not going to do that. I know I know what I'm going to do now. Oh, okay. Excellent. Thank God. I'm glad I ruined it for you. What are you going to do now? Kanye West. <laughs> Hey, Brian. Hi. So have you heard it all Jack. about? Oh, God. Hi, Brian. Have hi, you? Jack. Hi. 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 
Hi. Okay, great. I see. This is why people tune in is because this sort of like banter is kind of second to none. That's right. Now, hi. (laughs) Now, Brian, have you heard about um, America's population bomb? Uh, The one the Russians are planning to detonate Uh, in Ukraine? Uh, no, no, no. This is America's pop. No one cares about that stuff anymore. That's uh, that's two news cycles ago. Um, I'm talking about um, declining birth rates in America. No, I didn't know about that. Yeah. So declining birth rates in America are a major concern for the U.S. and many countries around the world. Um, uh, are you so sure? I'm pretty sure. Uh, so check this out. My friend's daughter had three kids with a drug dealer. <laughs> that's true, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And then he went off and had three more kids with somebody else. So I, I think we're, we're doing fine. Well, certainly, uh, certainly um, it sounds like we've got a lot of great uh, babies with great futures in America. But still on the net, um, mm-hmm. on the net, things are not looking good. So, for example, um, countries such as Italy, South Korea, Spain and Thailand will lose more than half their population within the lifetimes of children being born this year. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And so America is also facing uh, declining birth rates. Um, uh, the, the current generation just isn't that into having babies. And people th- sort of thought, you know, there is some, um, you know, fear of climate change for this generation. Uh, um, uh, you know, fears of not being able to afford a home uh, sort of has factored into that. But uh, a recent study shows that the desire for personal independence is the most p- uh, a powerful factor in America's declining birth rates. Isn't that interesting? Personal independence. Mm-hmm. So basically, you don't want responsibility, so you're not going to have a baby. Yes, you want to be able to go and do all the stuff that you want and like, and not have uh, to do other crap. Sounds a little bit selfish. Well, you know, I, I'm not. I don't want to tell people how to live their lives, but yes. I mean, I'm just saying that I, I enjoyed the parenting thing. It was very rewarding. Mm-hmm. You know, I got one kid off in college. I got another kid in high school taking. Mm-hmm flying lessons, which is scaring the crap out of me, but Mm -hmm. I'll indulge. Um, You know, I, uh, huh. Uh Some people just don't want it. They just don't want the responsibility. They don't want the responsibility. So, and I I know you were recently, I think it was in April, you were appointed to the, um, uh, the president's uh, birthing team. Yes. I was put on the uh, PBT. And that was to 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 ensure that America continues to have a growing, prosperous population. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, the, the president came to me uh, and said, you know, uh, we have a problem in America. And I said, don't I know it? And I, I just kind of stared at him. <laughs> and he's like, no, not me. And he's just like, he's like, we've got declining birth rates. Uh-huh. And I said, yes, Mr. President. And, you know, I'm just the man to do something about it. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Well, I mean, good for you for having the confidence of doing that. Um, yep. So, you know, I guess I would just sort of like to know what are some of the plans that are in place to get Americans to have more babies? How, how are you going to sort of convince this generation that uh, they need to be doing it more and they need to be doing it more for the purposes of making babies? Well, I mean, one of our strategies is to get a lot more pornography into the hands of the younger kids. Uh, we can do that very easily. I mean, we've already kind of laid the groundwork, so a lot, a lot of the schools. And so we're going to kind of amp that up a little bit. Sure. Um, you know, uh, it will rub some people the wrong way, but we're hoping other people it'll rub the right way, if you know what I mean. That's actually our tagline. <laughs> 
And, um, you know, so we're going to, we want to get kids more excited about reproductive uh, things and, and, you know, and, and having babies. Sure. Uh, you know, the, uh, getting rid of Roe v. Wade, that that's kind of a, a, a bummer for us. Um, because we were really hoping, you know, I mean, that's a great thing for us. <laughs> Did I say bummer? I meant great thing. It's, we, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Getting rid of Roe v. Wade was a great thing for us because we want people to have to have babies. Right. Of course. And then that's yeah. not about hating women. This is just your job. This one, no, my, you know, I, I, it's just all that matters is the end result. And the end result is I want to walk in to Mr. Biden's office and I want to plunk down a binder and show him how many babies exist as a result of my actions on the PBT. Yeah, that's great, Brian. And, and so uh, about how young are you showing kids this born? Like 16, like that young? Uh, well, we, I mean, as soon as basically, as soon as we sense puberty is hitting. Okay. So a lot of schools nowadays, they have metal detectors, mm -hmm. you know, and the doorways and stuff to, to, to in case some schmuck wanders in with a, with a weapon. Well, we're getting rid of those. We're going to have puberty detectors. <laughs> and as you enter, if it, it beeps and turns green, well, that means you're ripe for uh, education, if you know what I mean, wink, wink. And uh, you will get a library pass and you will be allowed to go in there and just, just devour reams and reams of, of material. Pornographic material, and and so again, so how does this um, puberty testing machine work? Well, it just sniffs your pheromones, and <laughs> it's like a pheromone sniffer. And when you want, and when it detects that you're ready, you're ready to possibly reproduce. You have those abilities. It is going to light you up, and we are going to make sure that you have access uh, to the library. The library is going to have you know, all the books you need to get you going. We're going to have uh, you know, we call them study lounges. <laughs> But the the you and study is like a smiley face. Uh -huh. <laughs> so it's kind of a hint. It's in, in there. And then you've got a lot of candles, soft music, mm -hmm. uh, just mattresses all over the place. <laughs> Good Lord. And that is, you know, a way we are going to kind of, you know, help get these kids going. Mm -hmm. We don't want them, you know, lolling around and doing nothing for you know, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 12 years. Right. right. We want them right out of the gate. I mean, in my vision. A kid accepting his high school diploma mm -hmm. uh, is, would be ideal if, if in one hand he can't even accept it because in each hand he's holding a kid. <laughs> and so they put the diploma in his mouth and he just turns and he just nods to the audience and they all cheer. It's great. And then someone else has to take his hat and throw it up in the air because, of course, he's got two kids. Yeah, the two kids, right. Brian, you're a visionary. Yes. You really are. And so um, now – if I remember correctly, you told me once that um, your high school guidance counselor told you that you would make a great pheromone sniffer. Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Wiggins. <laughs> what happened to Mr. Wiggins, by the way? Mr. Wiggins is, uh, well, he changed his name. Okay. Uh, and he became, became quite famous. Oh, okay. What, um, do, would, would, would I know him? Jared Foley. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I think I've I think I remember following him. Yeah. Yeah. He became quite famous. Well, that's really he just cool. kind of dropped off the face of the earth. That's really odd. I don't know what happened to him. Um, well, he sounds like a great guy. So now how are you going to um you know, I so I appreciate, you know, the the study lounges and the libraries and sort of completely taking over libraries, because who really wants to go to use those? Um but you know, in what other ways can you 
you know, you're testing for puberty. What plans do you guys have mm-hmm. in place to get puberty to happen faster? We need to happen for it to happen earlier, frankly, Brian. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's obviously uh, one way we can do it. So uh, school lunches um, is, a, is a way to kind of get entry level uh, uh, hormones into a, into a kid's body. Smart. That's already and happening. So, that's good. Yeah. So like, you know, slop, you know, we'll, there'll be like sloppy Joe, uh, which is just loaded to the gills with testosterone <laughs> and then a, a sloppy Joanna, which is all the estrogen <laughs> you could ever want. It's like 12 times the FDA's recommended daily dose of estrogen. Wow. And so we're going to just serve that in the cafeteria and, uh, and see what happens from there. And what results have you uh, gotten um, so far? Well, there was a mix up at uh, Calhoun uh, Middle School and the sloppy Joannas and the sloppy Joes were mislabeled. And so we have a lot of ladies with mustaches <laughs> and a lot of boys with micro So that, of course, is a downside. I fit into uh, a number of those categories. I, I've overshared. Let's go back to the kids. Um, so this is very exciting, Brian. I, um, so, you know, are, are you seeing results so far uh, that you can share with us? Yeah, um, there's been a ton of lawsuits, <laughs> uh, which, you know, tell me that the program is working. It's it's, it's achieving its goals. Sure. Um, uh, we have you know a lot of uh, 14 and, and 15 year old mothers and fathers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, they're their parents uh, are weighing in right Right. now. And I, you know, it's a learning curve for these people. A lot of people don't want their kids to have babies. Right. And, you know, I get it. We we, have traditional ideas of of what a family should look like. Uh, Should your son have, you know, six different kids with six different mommies? Uh, You know, most people are going to say, no, no, not my, you know, not my Brandon, not my Brandon, but we're there to say otherwise. That's really beautiful. I, you know, I, I, I see this as being pro love. Uh, yeah. Love is love is love and do it. <laughs> That's what our yard sign say. <laughs> well, you should, you should use your, your log line, your tagline. Love is love is love and do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, um, all this is exceptionally uh, disturbing, but I, I I'm sure it's going to work. How are we, how, what's your plan? What is America's plan? America's plan to reach sort of the, the millennials, the, you know, like, let's say the typical 25 year old or, or the, the kid just coming out of college with a worthless degree, you know, how are we going to reach them and convince them to start um, having unprotected sex? The emergency broadcast system. Oh, I, w- wow. That's, that's a blast from the past. W- what do you mean? Well, you know, we have all these, everybody's on their devices all the time, aren't they? If you look around, somebody's always on their phone kind of doing whatever they do. And I thought, wouldn't it be great? If instead of interrupting them with an amber alert about some kidnapped kid or a silver alert about some guy with dementia strolling down the street, who's not the present, uh, <laughs> then, you know, why wouldn't I be able to break into their phones yep. and flash sexy images? Oh, yes. And, and uh, a Groupon for a local motel. <laughs> I see. <laughs> so say you're on your phone, you're checking the weather. Yep. Right. All it happens so, all the time. Okay, it's going to be partly cloudy tomorrow, a high of 62 degrees. Oh, boobies. And then what's this? Oh, I've got $80 off the Motel 6 for the next Mm. two hours. Man. Yeah. That's well, then you just got to find, you know, the the tricky part then, Brian, what's your plan for? Okay, so I'm turned on. 
Now that, that usually happens. I don't need the boobies. I'm turned on from the partly cloudy. You've already got yep. me at that point. How yep. do I then spread my seed? <laughs> Cause well, you need two to tango and you, you need, sure and, and more importantly, you need two to do the humpy. That's right. Well, uh, so at the very uh, same time that you're getting that message, yep. some lady somewhere is getting a message on her phone uh, that Henry Cavill is staying at the Motel 6. <laughs> you mean Superman himself? He's staying at the Motel 6 uh-huh. and he uh, gives the room number and uh, it just says he's waiting for you. Wow. Yeah. And so then I assume then the, the government um, in there, you know, have spent a lot of money to go in and, and break all the light bulbs and uh, have curtains that don't open. Yeah, well, we, we've done a couple of things. First of all, SEAL Team 6 has gone into the Motel 6. Uh, they've double tapped all the lights. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so the room is quite dark. And we, you know, in preparation for hurricanes, we boarded up the windows. You know, wink, wink. Sure. And uh, and then, of course, uh, prior to entry, a gentleman is going to approach the male who's on his way into the Motel 6 room with a Superman cape. <laughs> no, prior to which entry? Both. <laughs> Okay, so he gives him a super bad cape. Yeah. Very convenient. Then he goes in and he waits and some lady just comes in and they and they just make babies. Yeah. Well, Brian, uh, you know, I, I see nothing wrong with what you're doing. This is how the government should be allocating its funds. And um, mm-hmm. I'm really excited for you to solve America's population bomb. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> you know, our banter started off so strong in the segment and now it's really fallen off. I'm going to fix that bomb, Jack. You know, I am a bomb sniffing Brian. <laughs> and a pheromone sniffing one as well. Yeah, I love those things. Love Mr. Wiggins. Where'd he go? <laughs> well, Brian, you know, um, I think that's actually all the time we have for today. What are you talking about? Yeah. And you know what? Let's keep it tight. Let's let's yep. let's get let's get this sucker out there and then yeah. we'll have a maybe a little bit longer one. Maybe some yeah. movie scripts, perhaps yeah. for next week. Yeah, we gotta, you know, you got to get back into the flow, Jack. I've just been doing this, you know, this humanitarian thing. And I'm just not, you got to kind of get back into the flow. Right. 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 You right. got the emails from people like, oh, we're, what happened to you guys? What are you doing? Why? Why did you do a new episode? Well, now, you know. Yeah. Now, you know, because there was money to be made down there. It's Brian's fault. My fault. My bad. My bad. But we will see you next week. We promise. Yeah, because I I have all my equipment right here. Yep. That's great. Now, which equipment are you talking about? My uh, pheromone detector Mm -hmm. and my uh, laptopa and uh, my (laughs) microphone. Wait, is that a a laptop from Spain? Yeah, it's a (laughs) laptopa. Goodbye, Brian. It's great to be back with you. Bye, Jack. It's great to see you again. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, review us and all that. Oh, God. That was Questionable Material with Jack and Brian. Subscribe on any podcast platform. Watch our clips on YouTube. Visit us at qmpodcast.com. 